going on everyone welcome to episode 79 here on the proven knowledge podcast this is the creator series today i welcomed a north carolina artist his name is actually the artist 336 uh he's a really incredible mc i connected with him back in the i believe the springtime maybe early summer uh and we're actually currently working on some music we already have one song uh we might have a project coming in 2022 as well uh so be on the lookout for that but today i really just wanted to pick his brain about where he is currently uh, in his career and everything. He actually, I didn't know that he had just started pretty much going in music in early 2020 around the time of the pandemic. Uh, he talked about what it's been like juggling that with uh, doing mixing and mastering for different people, making cover art for different people. He also makes all of his own cover art for his own songs as well. Uh, he shouted out several close collaborators uh, in the city of Raleigh that he's worked with um, and that are going to be at his shows and everything. And uh, I'm looking forward to checking them out as well. Overall, this was a very cool conversation, very mellow, laid-back vibe. Um, you know, like I said, we've already had dialogue before, so it felt kind of more natural uh, this week in this episode. I'm looking forward to all the stuff he has coming out soon and what he's doing moving forward, because I can tell he has... I, I, I think he's just really having fun with it, you know what I mean? I, I feel like he um, he's going to only get better over time. If he's this good, you know, about a year in, uh, I can only imagine... Uh, he's going to become a very incredible uh, MC as time goes on. And he continues to just put the work in that he's been doing. Uh, and I thank him for giving his time today. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into this episode. Welcome, everyone, to episode 79 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today I have an artist. He's based out of North Carolina. I uh, discovered this guy a few months back. We've been working on some music together, and he actually goes by the name The Artist 336. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. It's a, it's a, Actually, the sun's coming out now. It's been a rainy day here in North Carolina, but, man, it's, it's been good. Yeah, I can't relate to that because I'm in Ohio, and I haven't seen the sun in, like, five days already. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad to hear you're doing good. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get you on the show today. Uh, and we basically I'm have finished. the guest uh, start out, just give a little bit of background, you know, how you got into music, how long you've been doing it, pretty much basic information for those that might not be familiar with you and what you do. Okay, yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I live in North Carolina now, specifically Raleigh, capital city. Um, I moved out here a few years back for some school, ended up graduating, staying. Um, but, yeah, the whole music thing is actually funny. Um, I'm essentially a, more of a less a late bloomer in terms of, like, hip-hop. Uh, I grew up in small town. Uh, I got to tell you the county because no one even knows the town. Uh, so yeah, I grew up in Davie County, uh, right outside of Winston, but, um, super small town, real country. But, uh, yeah, I grew up listening to country music, majority classic rock from my dad. Um, and I didn't even get introduced into hip hop aside from what was on the radio. Um, until man, I was probably high school. I might've been driving. So I was like 15, 16. And, um, Hanging out with a group of guys, and they showed me, uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was Taylor Allerdice, Wiz Khalifa's mixtape. And I didn't even know mixtapes were a thing. Like, genuinely had no idea at this time. Um, and then, uh, so, like, yeah, I started diving in. I remember Cabin Fever. I heard that, like, three years after everybody listened to it. I remember trying to show people, and they were like, yeah, like, we already know about this. And I was like, what? I was like, how am I so behind? Um, so, yeah, honestly, it was just playing a lot of catch-up. Like, all of high school. Um I know most people in high school would probably associate, I know in college for sure, uh, I always had headphones in, uh, even not in class, like just always had headphones in because I was just playing catch up. 
Um, but yeah, man, I've been in, I've been in love with like the lyricism and hip hop. And when I got to college, I got lucky enough to work with a guy who was a real old like '90s hip hop head, and he like played me. And I, you know, heard Wu Tang and stuff like that. But I really dove into like Wu Tang, and it just it blows my mind even like listening. Uh, and I love what Riz is doing right now with the Wu Tang American Saga series. Uh, it's so cool to see it from a different perspective, like you know, real acting, but. Mm-hmm. The whole ability to create a brand new layer, just like you're making a beat, like just like you're making an instrumental, like the way that Jizza and Raekwon and Ghostface and all of them have been able to like create a whole extra layer of the beat with their lyric, like with the physical way they rap. Like Jizza specifically, man, I, I literally have the Liquid Source album, I have it tattooed on my leg. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I just, and then from there, and then uh, in high school, I had a buddy. So how I actually got into making music, I had a friend, actually, it's my brother's friend, my younger brother's friend, who is making stuff on GarageBand, and uh, he put out a song, and my, my brother showed it to me, and I was like, yo, what is this? I was like, yo, what is it? Like, this is good. And uh, it was much more, you can tell it was auto-tuned here and there, but I just remember reaching out to him, and like, yo, man, like, this is good. Like, this is really good. And then he put out a few more stuff, and uh, he and we worked briefly real quick, but I never really got to work with him. And then, uh, unfortunately, he ended up getting into some trouble um, and had to get sent away for a year. Uh, some, like, I think it was boarding school type of stuff. Uh, but he got sent away for a year, no, no outside contact type of stuff, some real heavy stuff. Um, but uh, when he got back, I remember he hit me up immediately. And we got into the... So he has like, yo, I got like all the stuff still set up for the studio. And me and him were real keen on like having our own space to do it, like getting the mic, getting all that, like not having to pay for studio time, which he had already done in the past uh, at like 16. I mean, he put out those songs. I mean, he's got songs with like 13, 14,000 plays on SoundCloud um, that have been out, but those are like actual recordings in the studio. So we got with him, and man, it's just. He doesn't do he doesn't do music much anymore. He's a pilot now, uh, so I mean, shout out to him, man. He's doing great. He's already ahead of his time, even doing the pilot stuff. But almost like him not doing it kind of pushed me to do it. Almost not for him necessarily, because I definitely do it for myself. But it was like almost like a Kickstarter for it. But uh, yeah, man, that's how I got started. I remember sending him stuff, and he was like, "Yo, what is this?" He was like, "Send me that immediately." And uh, yeah, and just been chasing, you know, that feeling of like having that song you put it back in your headphones you're just like man like i made this like this this is it yeah but uh yeah man that's how i got started i know it's a long story but yeah that's how i got started really no that was great because i even myself i had no idea like your background or anything or how long you'd been doing it or whatever so that's really cool to hear kind of just how it kind of fell into place the right way you know what i mean like i don't think absolutely you you never really started out and you were like oh i'm gonna be a rapper like you were just kind of one thing happened here and there and now here you are um so what about the name? Like, why the artist? I'm kind of curious about that, cause like. So, so I I've very drawn on. I love a good rap name. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never. I've always been trying to be myself, more or less. My mom's always said she goes, "You you've always been like, ever since high school." She goes, "You know, you would not not take no for an answer." But she was like, "He says you literally she, she don't care." She goes, you don't care what people think. And I was like, no, not really. I said, I do. They're great much. Of course I do. But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't, I got to like it myself more than anything. So 
man, you know, I thought, fiddled around with a bunch of different rap names here and there, but I don't know. Every time I did one, I was like, man, this just sounds corny. Because <laughs> then you see all these dope names, like, I mean, Ghostface Killer. Granted, they got a bunch of that stuff from all the old Wu-Tang movies and stuff like that, so they got kind of, luck, not lucky, more or less, but, I mean, Raekwon the Chef, like, stuff like that. And, um, I mean, even, like, 50 Cent. I mean, if you really think about it, like, 50 Cent is not like nothing crazy, but it's like, but it's so universal and it's so like everybody knows who that is. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I originally, I actually, if you originally on my first SoundCloud project, I released it as the artist, which is uh, my, my goal in time is to be the artist. Like I want to drop the three, three, six and just be the artist. Um, but when I first dropped with the artist, I actually had a whole name change. I went to the artist, um, but it got, real difficult for people to kind of find me on Spotify because um, if you type just the artist and hit enter on Spotify iTunes it's, it's a list like it is a list of people um, whether that's just the artist or it's got other stuff implied like Chance the Rapper stuff like that um, so then I was like alright well let me I was like what do I need what do I what do I need to add to make it so people don't have to try to find me um, and so I kind of played off of what Logic did originally when he first came out he had all his Twitter handle and all his Instagram handle was Logic Three Hundred One, which is his Maryland area code. And I was like, I was like, what better way to you know kind of put on for where I'm from? So I was like, you know what, the artist Three Three Six. It's kind of built, and I got people, people, people like it. I mean, nothing wrong with it, but it just makes it easier for people to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the artist is definitely what I want to keep. My hopes in the long run is to be able to drop that Three Three Six and just be the artist. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just kind of owed to me, you know, to me being me. Yeah. See, here was here was my weird theory for some reason I thought about this. I know that you like mix and master and stuff and you do artwork and stuff. And I thought I was like, maybe he's the artist because he does he's not only like a musician, but he does all this other type of art, too. So it all encompanies into being just an artist. I don't know why that's what I thought of. No, it's a, was, it's a good theory. Yeah. And I like that. you I like that you've come up with a theory because that yeah. helps. Uh, that makes me feel better about it. Um. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, actually, I ended up, I went to NC State for uh, graphic design, more or less. Without that actually being my goal, uh, without that actually being on my diploma, um, I had a concentration in graphic design originally. Um, so that's why, like, all the graphics you see on all my albums, all my singles and stuff, that's all done by me. Um, even the poster I got out right now for uh, the show coming up, I did that. Um, I'm working on my videos. Uh, my visual stuff is not as easy. Uh, Yes, but that Adobe Premiere man trips me out. It's a little harder, but um, but yes, yeah, so I was actually my my all my license and birth certificate it is artist like A R T I S T. So that's where it came from. But um, no, I like that you have a theory though, because that makes me uh makes me feel like people are actually thinking about it. Yeah, and it's weird too, because like when we think about artists in music, we think about you know someone on stage performing or whoever puts out their own music, we call them an artist. But technically, artists could be a painter or a oh, designer yeah. or whoever in art world. So. An artist could be anyone, so it's like kind of works both ways too. And for you, it's like you do all these different things, so it's just in companies into one big brand. So. Oh yeah, yeah. and I've I've noticed that especially in like work being in the music industry, the little bit of time I've been, um, actually was at a show. Uh, what's today? Monday. I was at a show Saturday, uh, for um, one of the guys that's actually gonna be at my concert or gonna be at my show next week, uh, and then another buddy of mine, um, and I was just out there just chilling and uh but it's cool though because i had people come up to me and they were like yo like where i know you from and i was like i don't know it's like i do music and they were like nah that's not it but they were like either way but it was like super real quick connecting uh ended up connecting with a ton of photographers like videographers even some other artists um but it's just like 
so cool in a situation like the music industry and like even just a small show like it was just super quick put together like i know they took their time getting everything set up but i mean it was a Dur the durham skate park like nothing but a tent and some speakers with a mixer everything microphone all that but uh to see like 20 i know there were more people after i left i have fortunately had to go to work but uh i know at 4 30 when i left there was like 20 30 people out there and you're talking like photographers videographers other artists even just promoters and stuff like that man there's an art to promoting mm -hmm. there's an art in the marketing so i mean like the whole term artist i feel like it's so ambiguous now where it's like people get overlooked because they're like oh it's not art like i hate i my biggest pet peeve is when people say graphic design isn't art i watched the dude uh I worked with uh, NC State Athletics uh, while I was in college uh, doing graphics for a lot of sports teams or a handful of the sports teams. But I watched my creative director, man. I mean, that man gets hounded every day. Like, hey, I need this, this, and this, and this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And they're like, he's like, okay, well, I need like, you know, these this many days to get this done. They're like, well, why can't you get it done today? And he's like, because it takes time to do what you're asking me to do. And uh, it's like that whole 10,000 rule. It's like, you don't, you're not paying me. You're not paying me for how long it takes me to do it now. You're paying me for how many hours I've spent learning how I can do it so quickly. Yeah. And it's basically yeah. a substitute for having to learn that yourself. You know, that's why you're paying the money to someone else. Exactly. It's, if you don't, if you're not doing it, someone, <laughs> you want someone else to do it. That's where the money yeah. comes in. It, it's common sense to us, but to people, it, you kind of have to explain it because they don't get it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's hilarious. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so, you know, you do mixing, mastering, you do artwork and stuff for people now. You also do music. Is there any type of struggle with balancing all this stuff? Or do you kind of just go by each day by day and just figure out what you have to do, make a to-do list? Like, have you ever run into any trouble so far trying to balance everything out? Oh, yeah. So uh, it's almost like kind of a personal sacrifice at the same time, I should say, because the biggest struggle I find is um, it always happens when I get like stuck trying to do like make music myself, and I'm like, all right, well you know what, I'm like I can't get anything done right now. So I hop on and I go, all right, well let me you know make some master these songs. Um, I got a dude, uh, I just finished up like almost half of his album. Um, he's got coming out in December. Roger Pearl, man, this album is gonna be beautiful. It's called Golden Boy. This man is a talent. Is genuinely just so talented. Just he's a he's a ball of energy and just he's he's genuinely fantastic person to be around and he's actually gonna be at that show too i've been graceful to work with him but yeah man it gets it gets tough because you put so much i put a lot of pressure on myself to make music and when i first started man i was it was it was nice because i was like oh, i got a song i got another song next day in the booth another song another song and then it's definitely slowed down for me now um i don't know if that's because i've like pushed myself too much or if it's like I'm almost, I don't want to say I'm running out of content. I think I'm, I've learned now I need to be more creative with my lyricism and more content. But um, yeah, the struggle I find is just putting off my own stuff. And then when I do put off my own stuff, I go hop on, you know, I'll do this mix and mastering. So it's, it's beneficial at the same time because I am getting other stuff done and getting these graphics out to other people and getting these mix and masters to other people. Um, and it helps. I love mixing and mastering people's stuff because when I get someone else, I have, when I get someone new that I haven't mastered, I have to learn something else because I've mixed I've grown up mixing, mastering my own stuff. And so with my voice, I mean, I got my presets, plugs in, like plugins, it's all, it's all saved. Like I pretty much, I can pull up, hit, hit my template, open my template up. And I'm almost with a few adjustments here and there, depending on my tone at the moment, it's all set. Um, so it's, it's a, it's fun working with other people's 
music and hearing their other vocals because it makes me really almost like reset how I did everything. But uh, no, it's definitely a struggle trying to balance everything out, especially the mixing mastering. And I'm very one that's like, if I have stuff to do for someone, I want to get it to them quick. And then when I drag on about it, I'm like, yo, yo, I'm sorry, yo, I'm getting it. I promise, I promise. And they're like, nah, like you're doing good. Like I, I told you I don't need it yet. And I was like, I know, but I told you I'd get it done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a struggle balancing, especially for myself. Yeah. It's, I like what you said about the, you like mixing for other people as well. Cause it's like, you got to challenge yourself too and kind of get outside of your comfort zone all the time. Mm-hmm. In music. So it's like, you got to just keep doing that over and over again to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. So oh, I think that's great. Uh, you mentioned before about self-promoting, like how important it is to put yourself out there as an artist and everything. For you, what do you think is your main method of self-promoting? Is it shows now that they're coming back, or is it still social media, or is it a little bit of everything? Like, How have you found um, your footing in that regard since you've been putting out more music? So uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, so I started my biggest promotion, especially I got like I've talked about. I, I tell myself, I tell myself I got lucky um, in the sense of with the pandemic timing, because um, it was right when I hopped into music, and so it kind of it kind of halted everyone else for a second, um, and it, it almost gave me that momentum to kind of catch up um, because a lot of people had to readjust with how they're promoting. Because I mean, biggest I think I will say to this day, the biggest promoter you can have is a show. Whether that's getting other as getting other acts with you, the show is the best way to do it. Um, because literally the other day, actually that show I was at Saturday, I had a dude who had heard before, heard some of his music, um, was like not not that I wasn't a fan, but I was like okay, like you know this dude's good, um, but nothing I came back to. And then uh, I saw him perform, and I was like yo, I was like yo, this man's good, like whole different ball of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to him after, and I was like yo, I was like I've listened to yourself before, but I was like yo, after the show, I was like yo, I'm a fan. Um, so I think the biggest thing promoting is. Uh, Social media now, which is funny. I'm actually, I don't know what's up. I got to contact Facebook or something because uh, I'm like banned, right? Not banned, but I'm like, my account's on lock, so I can't even promote on Instagram right now um, for some reason. But uh, but yeah, so I think the biggest, the easiest one is Instagram. Self-promotion, Instagram, easiest way to go. Hop on. I mean, you can choose your dollar amount, how many days you want it to run, who you want your audience to be. Um, I think we really, and in Facebook especially, Facebook is a lot more detailed oriented. Facebook is low-key hard to promote your uh, ads on. Um, I messed with it one day, and I was like, wow, like, it's in-depth. But um, I think those are the those are tools that people really under, like, they, they really under, I can't even speak, um, they don't really realize, like, how helpful that stuff is. Like, I mean, I promoted, I didn't even start promoting until, like, this last summer, and I started promoting, like, every time I post a song, I do, like, you know, five, six days afterwards, promotion, like, let it spread. Um, but I wouldn't do anything before. I wouldn't do it till a day of, because I've noticed, I learned that if people can't immediately listen to it, they're probably not going to click on it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, man, I, and I'm just doing that, man, I think, I, more or less, is that how you found me was an ad? Uh, I think I just found you doing, like, my daily searches for different artists. Okay, I do okay. that every day. I was curious. But yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. who was – it was, like, a mutual follower of someone, and then I just came across okay. your – who knows, but – Okay. Yeah. I was curious. I've always yeah. been curious. Um, But, yeah, man, I think social media people sleep on very much so with how easy it is to promote. Even just gaining a fan a day. Um, I mean, one, one, one fan a day, if you do – one fan a day for 365 days, that's 365 fans. You put out a t-shirt and you've got genuine fans that want to listen to it. Three, 365 fans, one t-shirt, $20. I mean, the numbers just go up. 
um, it's like a, me and my buddy, when we were doing a lot of work with promoting and stuff and trying to figure out marketing, um, I, I literally remember it to this day, uh, a hundred true friends, a hundred true fans is worth more than a thousand followers every day of the week. Cause those people are going to be there and they're going to be the ones that actually spend money. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I think I, as, as things open up shows I think is the next, next big promoter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, too, because, like, as far as the ads go, I love how you can kind of just try different things each time. Like you said, you just put, like, a dollar or maybe $5 in. You can narrow down your target audiences, your regions and everything, and just see mm -hmm. see if that works. And if not, the next time we try something else and we see if that works. And it's and you just, five, yeah. $5 isn't nothing compared to how much yeah. you're going to spend in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the whole pinpoint thing, I love that you can pinpoint cities. Like, uh, so my show in, uh, next week is not in Raleigh, it's in Winston, which is where I'm from. Granted, I got a lot of people I grew up with that are still out there. Um, so I'm, a bunch of them hit me up, said they're coming. But when I did the first, before I, my account got all messed up, um, I posted an ad specifically in Winston. And I literally, I did nothing but Winston. And I ranged it out a little bit and I did some ads in there. And I had like five, six people follow me just, but they're all from Winston. And so it's like whether or not they show up to the show, I don't know. But either way, now that's like five, six new people who listen to my music. Whether or not they come back, it don't matter. They listen. Yeah. I love, too, how you said about kind of balancing both, like, social media. Obviously, we all have that world. But then your local area, too. And it's like you're doing these shows now. You're getting uh, in front of more people now. The things are opening back up and everything. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of expanding the way it's supposed to naturally. You know what I mean? You're actually getting yeah. real fan. And I love what you said about the fans, too, because it's like – Everyone looks at the followers and like that's important for certain things, but you could have as many followers as you want, but they might not even be engaging with any content. They no. might not be buying anything from you. So you got to focus on the people that want to see what you're putting out, want to hear your music, want to buy your stuff. That's the people exactly. that are going to keep coming back each time. So Exactly. Yeah, that's Those are the people you got to focus on. Exactly. Um, and I, another thing back with the whole promotion thing, I'm lucky enough that I work uh, I work downtown at a pizzeria. Uh, if you're in Raleigh, Demos Pizzeria, best place in town, I promise you. But uh, I'm lucky enough there that so, like, uh, our whole staff, like, we get reviews all the time. Like, you know, staff super friendly. So I get lucky with uh, being able to meet people. And um, I met this dude, great guy. Uh, his name is, he goes by Modric Sanders. Or wait, let me trip out. Don't let me get that wrong because I just met a dude, Broski Sanders. I'm getting my names mixed up. He's going to be mad if I get this mixed up. Um, I got to get this right because I don't want to mess up this. Right. Yeah, no, Modric Sanders. So his name is uh, Modric Sanders, M-A-D-R-I-Q-U-E. Great guy, super cool. He literally came in one day. Um, he has a group called Doc Music Group. They call it Dreams of Children. They do a ton of stuff in the community. Um, but either way, he came in. He had the hat on. And I was like, yo, I was like, yo, what is that? We talked real quick, and he's got, I mean, he's got what? Well, let's see. How I'm going to got it up right now. I mean, he's got a big base in Raleigh. And I mean, I think he shouted me out on his, or even just a story or something. I gained like three or more, more followers, stuff like that. So it's just like, I love that I work in a spot where even though I got to make money there on the side, it's easy for me to communicate with the community mm -hmm. because it's such an easy thing like pizza and stuff like that. Yeah. Like people come in, let me get a slice. And it's super easy conversation starters. Uh, but yeah, so another thing with the promoting is, I mean, I'm lucky enough, I work in a spot where I get to meet new people every single day. That's super awesome. And that's that real face-to-face -face interaction, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As much as we love social media, you can't always get that through social media. Nah. Like you got to go out there and put yourself out there still, uh, kind of mm -hmm. like how it's always been. So that's awesome. Uh, you, you've already mentioned, you know, a few people, people that are going to be at your show uh, coming up. Uh, is there anyone you want to shout out that maybe is like a longtime collaborator or someone that we should be aware of their music 
uh, coming out soon? Uh, yeah, so back to Roger Pearl. Um, this guy's range is, I can't even put into words, man. I literally sent him a voice message the other day after he sent me some tracks and I had to listen to him and I was like, yo, what, like, I was like, what is this? I was like, what is this? Um, but yeah, Roger Pearl, R-O-G-E-R-P-E-A-R-L. Um, the dude's gifted, man. He really is. Sing, rap, um, melodies, like his tape or his project coming out at the end of the December, man, it's, it's generally going to be exciting. Cause like it, it's, it's a whole range and this man's, this man's impressive. Um, yeah, Roger Pearl for sure. Uh, my man, Raekwon, R-A-K-W-O-N. He's going to be at the show. Uh, he's got some good stuff coming out. Um, I know he's been working real privately lately, but, uh, he's got a lot of stuff. I think he said he's shooting for next year. Um, uh, I'm not going to give out a month cause I know he said that might change. Um, and then uh, the other guy I'm working with, Kid Canary. Uh, if you need to follow, follow my page, K Y D C A N A R Y. I had to think about that because I spelled it wrong one day. Um, he's super good, man. Great upbeat. The man can sing. He just found an EP called Naked. Great Drake. Great list. Um, I mean, and then uh, my other dude that I actually work with, I work with Kid Canary too. Uh, Mal Boogie, M A L B O O G Y. Super soulful. Him and Canary, him and Kid Canary, have been working together for a while. But yeah, Mal Boogie, man, he's soulful as hell. Um, but those are the few I can think of off the top of my head, just because I'm working with them at the moment. Uh, shout out to boy Isaiah Fry. That's my boy. That's my pilot. Um, but yeah, those are two off the top of my head that I've really been working with. So definitely shout them out for the moment. Nice. I'll have sorry, to I'll have to check sorry to all those. Sorry to all those I didn't tag who I've worked with recently. <laughs> we'll have to get them in part two. If we do a part two. You got more people to shout out, I'm sure. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'll have to, I'll have to check some of them out. I think I saw the Raekwon guy on your page, so I was actually. Yeah, I got that. Uh, that beat me music video. That's him. Um, my man's. He says he's from New York, but dude, his he's got that southern, he's got that southern melody. His, his he's impressive. Nice. I'll have to, I'll have to give him a listen for sure. Um, so in the in the last like year or so, obviously, I think you touched on this earlier. You know, when you were getting going through the pandemic and everything, and how that went for you. Uh, is there any type of maybe a hurdle or a challenge recently that has been maybe a roadblock or maybe something that you've had to kind of get through to continue to keep things moving in the right direction? Or have you kind of been uh, smooth sailing a little bit recently with what you're doing? Shit, I wish it was smooth sailing. <laughs> um, there's days, man. You got days that are good. Days you got days that feel like there's nice and smooth sailing. Um, but honestly, the biggest hurdle I've had recently is just getting stuck. Um uh, because I, like I said, that pandemic for me, musically, musically was a, a blessing because it really helped me dive into getting started on things. Um, but coming out of that, you get so used to and so in touch with working with yourself that now I've noticed that's become my rod, my roadblock. Um, is being it's hard for me to work. It's hard. Like I used to be able to sit in the studio. Granted, back at my old spot, my studio was in my bedroom, so it's a little different. Um, but man, it stays like I go, I go a week or two sometimes without even coming down here other than doing laundry. Um, and I think that's the biggest hurdle I face now, which it's helpful that I've slowly realized that it's, I think it's me working by myself. Don't get me wrong. Love working by myself. I'm a homebody. I'm a introvert. Like I tell my girl, I'm an introverted extrovert. Love being around people. I can do it. But at the same time, I got to mentally recharge. I got to get my social battery back. And, uh, but yeah, I think that's the biggest hurdle I faced is making myself work with other people now. 
Um, not saying I'm never, I'm never, I'm not saying I haven't been open to it, but I've been so used to working by myself. And I've noticed now when I go two, three, four days in the studio by myself, I'm the only thing in here. I'm the only one recording. I get stuck. And so I run out of things to do, run out of things to say. And then I can have, I can have literally Mal or Kikinary come over here one night. Next three days, I got all these bars coming in from no, for no reason. But it's just that one day of working with somebody, boosting me back up, or even being in the studio. I had um, had Isaiah and Roger in here two, three weeks ago. Uh, we were recording some stuff, getting some stuff set up for uh, this show coming up. But uh, I, there was at one point, thank you, I'm, like I said, me and Isaiah have worked on this stuff so he can run everything on the computer. But uh, I literally, I was sitting to the side, just watching just take this little, I wasn't even doing anything. I was letting them sit down, record it, and then just stuff like that. So that's been the biggest hurdle is making myself not be by myself. Mm. It's kind of interesting, too, because, like, we're in kind of an era now where you can record yourself. You can make all your own beats if you wanted to. You can do all the raps and everything by yourself with no one in the <clears> room. But it's like, even then, I think everyone gets to the point where they're like, I really got to work with other people because it's really like, Music is has always been a collaborative thing. I feel like Absolutely. whenever you do collab, it's like you're bringing the best of yourselves together to make something new and just keep things innovative and new and pushing mm-hmm. in the right direction. So I, I'm with you on that because I feel like when I'm making stuff by myself, I get the best done, like the best stuff done. But then I'm like, what good does it do if it's all just sitting here and like I can't share it with anyone or I can't work with these people? And like it just gets boring. You know, you almost get bored it, with it yourself. It does. At a point, and you're like, I gotta kind of do something new. Like, I gotta keep, I gotta keep new things happening, new friends. And that's why, that's why I love having uh, new heads come in here. Uh, I've talked to a few people. I'm trying to get just some like random people. I'm like, yo, yo, like, yo, come in. Like, even if I've got people who like, oh, you know, like I don't really do it, but like I kind of do it. I'm like, I don't care. Like, come, like, please. Um, Cause just having that creative energy flowing, um, and then just like feeding off each other. And then I love when Isaiah gets over here because I mean, dude, me and him go. We got, I have, we got so many songs, uh, granted, how, granted, we can put a ton of them out on SoundCloud, but a lot of them we couldn't probably get past. We've done a lot of like remixes, um, but like stuff like that. And it's like, it's a competition, but it like, it's a good competition. Like it brings the best out of you and it makes you want to up those bars. It makes you want to write the best stuff you've written. Um, and I've gone back, I've written bars, whatever I've recorded them. Next guy comes up, records. I'm like, all right, never mind. Scratch that whole thing. We're going to rewrite that. And he's like, no, no. I'm like, no, no, no. We rewriting this now. <laughs> um, but yeah, just stuff like that, man. It's always, it's always nice having new energy in the room. It's just, it just, it brings a good competition and brings the best out of everybody. Like we said. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever thought about this before, but what do you think at the end of the day, when people hear your music, your songs and everything, what do you think your lasting impact uh, is going to be when they hear your music? Like, what do you want people to walk away with and be like, you know, I feel this after I hear the mm. artist's music? Oh, man, my, my girl asked me this before, <laughs> my, asked me this before and I ain't even got an answer for it. Um, <laughs> I really don't have an answer, man, because I feel like I'll give you a brief one because I feel like I've, I've, I've always wanted to convey something out of mine, but I'm so new to this. I'm barely getting started, so I don't think I have like a lasting impact I want to leave with people yet. Mm. Um, but currently I think the impact I try to leave with people is, um, 
back to the whole like being alone thing like i think a lot of people still aren't comfortable with that i think the pandemic helped some people and i think it hurt a lot of people with uh being by yourself um so that's another one i try to convey i definitely i know i speak that to a few of my lyrics um where it's like it's okay to be by yourself and uh i'm blessed with a partner she's we're very both both like hey i don't I, i like hanging out with you but you know like i need to be by myself for a little bit i'm like that's cool i need that too um but I think that's another thing I try to convey in my messages. You know, it's okay to be by yourself. You know, like that's when you get the strongest. That's when you get the strongest. Uh, that's when you get your best stuff. Uh, and then you go out and you take what you've done by yourself. And then when you're with people, it's like confidence level goes up. But um, so that's definitely one is be okay with being by yourself. It's definitely. Um, and then I try to produce a lot of happy energy. I know not necessarily the word happy is the right word. Um, but, you know, like be content. Like, be content with what you're doing. Like, it's not wrong. It may not feel right, but it's not wrong. Um, I literally watched a video earlier. I'm scrolling on Instagram waiting. Uh, Snoop Dogg, you know, like, people are like, people get so worried about failing. And they're like, oh, I failed. I'm like, no, you didn't. You just, you figured out what not to do. And so I think that's another thing I try to convey is like, you know, like, you mess up. It's all right. On to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get yourself, like, the whole get yourself right and then go back out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I may not say that explicitly in my stuff, but I feel like in the long term, that's kind of the message I'm preaching is like, you know, get knocked down, come back up, mm-hmm. get knocked down two times, you know, three steps forward. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Just persevere, man. It's a lot of contentment you got to find in yourself before you can do anything else. So back to I said, the whole be, be comfy with yourself before you can do anything else. Mm-hmm. So I know you're, you're working on a lot of stuff right now. You got a lot of, uh, projects coming up and everything. Is there any timetable for maybe a single or anything that you have coming up? Do you have – I know you don't have to reveal dates or anything right now, but when can we – Okay, good, because I don't have any. None. <laughs> Zero? No, I got, I, got, I, got, I got dates yet. I got songs, but I got dates. Um, I got one with Isaiah that I told him to put out, and then we just been miscommunicating um, here and there because he's, he's a busy man because um, it's technically his, and so I'm letting him – put it out under his name. Um, but I'm about to kind of take the, I hadn't told him yet, but I'm about to take the reins from him. I'm about to drop it under my name because he's taking too long. Um, but it's called That's Right. Dude, it's, it's a great song. And I want I want it to be his because I'm telling you, like, this man doesn't write. But God dang, every time he gives me something, I'm just like, dude, like, I know he, like, he's, he's doing, he's doing his thing. He's doing his pilot stuff. I can't, and I'm, I'm, I've tried to be that supportive guy, but there's so many times I'm like, yo, dude, come do this music with me. Like, come do this music with me. Um, he's got the first verse and the last verse, and his last verse is stupid. First verse is stupid. I feel like I'm just a middleman in the song. Um, but granted, I feel like that. I'm very, I'm a very, like, upbringing person when it comes to being around people. Um, but back to releases. Yeah, that's definitely coming soon. Um, my plan was to have it out before the show. Uh, but like I said, we miscommunicated on some things. Um but that's definitely coming out before the year's up. I'll tell you that at least. Um, I got another one that's I'm playing at the show. Uh, it's called Five O. Um, not a reference to the cops, reference to the grind. Um, that one's definitely coming out. I've been sitting on that one, dude. That one's honestly old. Like I think that I think I wrote that in like 2020. Um, but I've been sitting on it and it's just been ready. And I just been waiting for the right time. I've, honestly, I think I'm wait. I've been waiting for it to get colder because it's. it's it's not a deeper song, but it's a real heavy song. Mm. Not lyrically, but like just bass wise. So five O, that's right, definitely coming soon. Unfortunately, no projects in the work yet. My next project is gonna be very uh 
sequential when it comes to the songs on there. Um, and very references to like uh, Max last few stuff here. Uh, I just want my I want my next project to be to feel like a complete project. I don't want it to feel like a mixtape. I don't want it to feel like an granted EP. I want it to be a project. I want it to be a full piece of work. Um, it's like I don't have no project releases for you. Definitely some singles. I got at least two coming for the year, maybe three. Um, if I can get in the booth with some more people, uh, definitely probably gonna have some more coming. But yeah, definitely got two this year. Next year, still up for grabs, but yeah. next part two, we'll have some more information. Yeah, I think it's good, too, to take your time with the project. Like you said, you want it to be really something that you can give people and be like, this is who I am, you know, as, mm-hmm. as an artist. Like, best presentation, uh, and I think that's what projects are all about. Like, if, like we said earlier, we're in kind of a singles era and everything, but it's like if you decide to do a project, you got to make sure it's really what you want it to be, uh, mm-hmm. how you present it and everything, so that's awesome. I think your friend needs to get uh, a microphone up on the plane with him. I think that might solve a lot of issues. Like, when he gets when he gets up, so he's uh he just did uh he I know he just finished his uh passenger not passenger stuff, but he just finished his uh private jet stuff. Um so maybe when he goes on to his <laughs> next one, I think he's gonna hop up to like seven forty sevens here soon. So he's got some like he's got a few hours up there. He might be able to get one up there. Uh <laughs> I try dude, I'm telling you, this man is booked like I say that with great, like I say that with great satisfaction because the man's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, my man, like getting him in the studio that one, that one night was a was a feat. And like I was genuinely, like I told him, I told him multiple times throughout the night, dude. I said I can't believe we're even here right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, the man works. He deserves it. But uh, nah, I definitely need to get him get get him one of the microphones, like once you can plug into the phone or something, <laughs> yeah. just to have it, just to something. I'll mix it from there. Um, but yeah, I need to get him something. If he's got to send the voice memos through, we can use that, right? That's like, fine. I've done it before. <laughs> that's, that's I've made hits like it. I can do that. Uh, that's great. So last few questions here before we wrap up. Uh, these are questions that I ask every single guest, kind of more life questions. Um, so if you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice, maybe not change anything at all, what do you think you would do? start this music thing earlier straight up um i think about that often um i think about that on my dark not dark days that's about i shouldn't say that i think about that on my low days um because like i said i mean dude i'll be 26 this year and grand that's not old by no means i mean i look at danny brown danny brown popped off in his like mid-30s um so i don't look at it as a downfall but at the same time it's like you got kids now 16 17 18 you know signing deals and stuff like that um which is good for them by all means, but at the same time, I'm, I'm glad I'm as old as I am. Um, I've always been fairly mature for my age, just from like uh, family stuff growing up. So I've always had to like kind of take the reins a little bit quicker. But uh, yeah, man, if I could do anything different, man, I've been definitely diving into this music sooner. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think, honestly, man, I don't even think it would have been, I don't, I don't think the, uh, the availability would have been where it is now, like being able to go out by this microphone, having all this information uh, of being able to know what to do. I don't think I would have had it in high school, but if I could have, that would have been it. I wish I would have started rapping in high school. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. So if we flip it then, 10 years from now, where do you think you envision yourself in your life and your career? So realistically, no idea. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so hopefully genuinely like i would love to do this because as much as i love being an artist i think i work i do very well with 
bringing people together uh, in the sense of music, uh, like very introductory and like getting, I'm very adamant about getting people in a room together. Um, so in 10 years from now, man, I would love to have a small label of some sort, like genuinely have a small label of some sort, uh, whether that's like broken off of like another major label or, you know, just being independent like Top Dog does, which, you no, know, actually I take back, I think they are, a, they are a smaller group of someone else, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but either way, I would love to have like a small record label, even if it's not a record label, I'd love to have like, you know, just even being in management, man, my biggest thing with management is I don't think I could step away from music that much. Like I, I couldn't be that far away from the music. I'd have to be in it somehow. Mm. But yeah, man, 10 years from now, I'd love to have a few artists under me or a few artists working with me like consistently. Mm. Do you have any final words of wisdom for the listeners today? Oh, damn, this is like the end of Deces and Mary where they give you the rainbow. <laughs> what do you want your rainbow to say? <laughs> um, Final words. I'm going to do the same thing as my high school quote. Kid Cuddy, in the end, they're going to judge you anyway, so whatever. I leave with that because back to the whole being by yourself thing, I mean, if you like it, you like it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what anybody else says. Granted, if they don't do numbers, okay, other people don't like it. Just keep doing it. People get so, I feel like people nowadays, especially with social media, especially with Twitter, because they can see that instant gratification or that instant dissatisfaction. Mm. Um, I think that's the biggest thing people don't realize is just do it, man. Someone's going to like it. Maybe not everybody, maybe not this person, but people are going to like it. So, yeah, someone's going to judge you anyway, so just do it. Yeah. Shout out to Kid Cuddy, Northeast Ohio's own. Love it. <laughs> Very true. Love it, man. Forget he, forget he from Cleveland. Yes, sir. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, that's the biggest thing I can leave with people, for sure. Uh, well, man, that's all I have for you today. Uh, great episode. Love this, man. Love getting to know more about you and everything. I appreciate you giving your time today to join this platform and, you know, uh, just give a little bit of your time to other upcoming artists and everything. So thank you, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Honestly, I've been waiting for this. Even ever since you messed me, you're like, you know, I got a spot. I was like, please give it to me. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, no sacrifice. Literally no sacrifice at all. This is literally a fucking great being here. Um, but yeah, man, I've been. Thanks for having me. Love what you're doing. Looking forward to hearing more podcasts. Looking forward to hearing this podcast. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to you for real. You're doing it. Yes, sir. And, you know, I'm looking forward to all the music you got coming out soon. Obviously, me and you have music coming very soon. We got music coming, everybody. So, you know, everybody. It's coming. It's soon. in the works, I promise. Yes. And uh, you know, we'll have to do a part two eventually. So, yeah, please, please. Sure. Let, so, it, let, let me, Give me some time to let me get some more things flowing. I got more stuff to show you. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah, be on the lookout for shows. I got shows coming up. They're going to be popping up. Raleigh area specifically. Um, I'm going to move my way up the East Coast next. Virginia, you're coming next, I promise. <laughs> Love it, man. Well, thank you once again, bro. As always, man. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks, guys, for listening today. That was episode 79. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everyone.